That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are anchor moms. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. Um, if you can tell there is an audio difference, it is because I am once again joining from home as I continue to recover from my knee surgery. Katie, though, is holding it down at the at the studio, at the fort, um, making sure that everything happens as it should. Right, Katie? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's me. Things are happening as they should. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so I... Um... We've been, I don't know why, we've been going out to dinner a lot with River and just going different places. I think as the weather's starting to get nice, like, I just feel like Mm -hmm. every weekend we find ourselves at, like, different places. And yes, we're not in a pandemic We're not in a pandemic, yeah. So we've been, like, doing things. And I'm just wondering if you are the mom, and is it because I just have a girl? I find myself, do you know how acquainted I am with public restrooms at this point? Oh, yes. I'm yeah. so over it, dude. Like, and are Brian, I know we were at a just certain restaurants based on their bathroom because I do. Yeah, well, because I spend so much time in them between myself and River. We were also at a basketball. That's right. So there was a, a basketball tournament before the you know March Madness kicked off here in Asheville, and we went. And um, so I'm just thinking about all the places we've been in the last couple of weeks. Where Brian, and tell me if this is like you know I can never tell if like this is like a that's true a reasonable thing or like no you should like men too can take their daughters to the bathroom I feel like it always falls to me and sometimes River like I'll have to go then River has to go and then before we leave she has to go and I'm like I'm just like hey dads can we like get a little like help out here you know um and now Brian's argument at the basketball tournament and other places like if it's a unisex bathroom he's like more liable to take her if it's like a men's bathroom he's like dude those like seats are so gross like the men's stalls are so gross like no you do not want me to take her and I'm kind of like are they or are you just is this just like a cop out um I you know I love Brian I will call total shenanigans on that because Gregory takes our kids to the bathroom all the time what the what the what? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. the what? Mm-hmm. what and it's the not what? just Henry. It's the girls, too. Does I mean, he take uh, them to know... the men's restroom? Like, if it's not. So yeah. this is the thing. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. I mean, I will say in Asheville, there are a lot of uh, family bathrooms. Uh, not necessarily at the basketball tournament. But, you know, yeah. a lot of the restaurants are good about this is just a unisex yes. family. Like, come whoever can use it. Um, so that is nice. But I, I feel like I used to have this discussion with him a lot because he would say, well, I can't take the baby in because there's not a changing table mm-hmm. in the men's bathroom, which I will give him. I think that but there's I, not. But I also feel like here in Asheville, there's starting to be more changing tables. Probably. But, but it's not even usually the baby that's yeah. the issue. You know, you can imagine how many times we have to go Correct. to the bathroom. And regardless of if when one person has to go and you're like, does anyone else need to go? Right. I'm taking so-and-so. Right. 
no, right. no, I'm good. And then you get back and they're like, yeah, I got to go now. And I'm right. Like, yes. Like, this is my life. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, I will say we've honestly gotten to the point with Ella Ray and Henry. If it's a place we know. You'll let them know, go by themselves. We'll let them go by yeah. themselves, which is a huge help. But I will give Gregory a lot of credit. He does take the kids, including the girls, to the bathroom. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing Brian's probably right. It probably is not this cleanest. But, I mean, is the women's? I don't, well, that's I don't, what I'm, my point is. I'm kind of like, this is a public restroom situation. Yeah, like, it's going to be the I think same it's equal opportunity of, for nasty yeah. bathrooms, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, you know, totally. I would let River go by herself. But the truth is, is she's just not tall. She could go to the bathroom by herself, obviously. But she can't, like, reach the soap and the right, sink. Right, like, right, that's right, right. The, that's the problem it's right. like it just right. that would not like you know I, that wouldn't work so anyway we're about to travel um next week we're about to get on an airplane and travel and I'm already like dang like that's you know and that's so annoying like in the airport and on the on I the mean, plane like I'm just like yeah okay and I mean there's a part of me that's like I guess this is you know it's like at least I'm not changing diapers right it could be a lot worse true true but I think you can also like I mean I'm I might say that you could just say look I've kind of talked to some people you don't have to necessarily name me well he listens to this podcast so like right now he's sitting in his truck like super irritated with me but I mean Gregory why did you have to take your kids to the bathroom I know but I'm just this is a this is a very scientific poll Brian and uh, I pulled a couple of people Mm -hmm. and uh it's Mm -hmm. time to take River to the bathroom a little bit you know I'll just like I'll come back and he's like sipping coffee like on Instagram on his phone it's like it's like a 10 minute break for him like every 20 minutes Mm -hmm. when we're at these places Mm -hmm. like no Mm -hmm. it's time for mom's break it's time for me to well also know that you are within I would say a year or two at least of sending her you know by herself on her own. so that's good to know too you know as soon okay. as, and in some places i'll like no i know now that because we go there like have stools yeah. so i'm like okay you can you know like the church bathroom i know right like she can that do our that church bathroom herself. same same and let yeah. me tell you this so anyway. if you're a restaurant owner and you're listening to this or an establishment owner if you get a stool in your bathroom um i will frequent it more yeah we will, will get more will business come, from us we we will come eat at your Establishment. establishment often yes just a stool um, that's all you need and and we will spread the word to oh, on this very friendly, podcast yes uh, that it is a kid-friendly bathroom yeah um now we're gonna have to start a segment what <laughs> yeah what <laughs> this could be the whole thing we get this sponsored yeah 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 um okay so the first article today is from the cut okay what we never say about parenting as parents we bond over the hard parts I loved this article. I know. I, think I liked it's it true too. on so many levels. So basically it talks about um, the way that we connect with other parents, the way that we have discussions, the things we talk about are often the hard parts, right? Yeah. My kid isn't sleeping. Mine's not sleeping either. It's so hard to operate on three hours of sleep, whatever. I think it's especially true when you're a new mom and as babies. And then I do think that that kind of culture stays with moms throughout even as their kids get older that we tend to migrate toward topics that we can commiserate on that are the hard things the difficult things the things that just seem impossible because those are the things that you're struggling with and it's just helpful for you to hear from other parents I'm struggling with that too that's it's hard for me too and to feel that you're not alone but this article says and I'm going to quote it here it's only because of how good it is that the bad stuff sticks out and only because of how much better I know it can be 
when you have affordable, accessible help that I feel so comfortable calling it out. So yeah. this parent, this, this author of this article is saying, there are so many good parts. And why are we really focusing in and uh, prioritizing and talking about the bad parts when there is so much good that kind of just gets thrown away or not discussed or not brought up and almost forgotten? Um, I think that there's a lot to this. I think that it's a really good point that we often overlook. And I love the idea of remembering and bringing up the good parts. I think the other hard thing with the good parts is you don't necessarily want to say to another mom, um, oh my gosh, we had this wonderful family night the other night and my kid said this and it was so funny and they're doing this and isn't it great? And, you know, cause then it almost feels like you're kind of bragging, bragging right? right? And, but I'm not, but, so I guess what I'm saying is I, I think this is an important article and I agree, but I also don't really know how to change what's in place now, if that makes sense. Yeah, I do think, so, I mean, and she says that, like, we keep the good parts to ourselves because we don't want to alienate folks who are struggling, right? There are, like, so many people mm-hmm. who are like, oh, my kid's not sleeping through the the night, like, um, you know, they're teething, they're having, you know, like, you don't want to be like, oh, well, like, my kid slept 10 hours and was adorable yesterday, right? That makes you feel like crap. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I, so I also saw this Instagram post from, like, this dad this week that was like, I'm about to be a dad in, like, three weeks, and everything I, everything, people only have negative things to say to me, like, oh, you'll never sleep again, or, like, you're, you know, you're, bank account's going to be drained. And he was like, hey, can someone tell me the good parts? And I I do think while like, I think as I'm like, I don't need you to tell me good parts about parenting because I already like, I have a kid, right? Like I know what the good parts are about parenting. But it might be nice if people, if you say to people who are expecting their first kid to like remind them like, dude, this is going to be really hard, but it's really going to be amazing. Right. Cause otherwise like mm-hmm. Karen, you wouldn't have done it four times. Right. Like, right. You right. know, I just, even people here at the station, we've had so many people who have had, who are first time parents here in the last couple of years. And I've made a point to be like, listen, like this is about to be like the most challenging, but wonderful part of your life. Like having a kid, I think, and I know this isn't the, the truth for everybody, like, isn't, I mean, it's like the best thing that's ever happened to me. We just don't talk about it because right. it's kind of cheesy and it's kind of, you know, nobody wants to hear about the good parts. But I think sometimes for new parents, it's really nice, or for people who are about to be parents, it's really nice to remind them, like, yeah, there's a reason why everybody does this. Like, you're going to love it, you know? And I wish there was a way that we could kind of frame the conversation to say, I'm, I, look, I'm not trying to to brag or make you feel bad about where your kids are. But this really cool thing happened to me or to my kids or to my family. Like what cool thing happened in your life in the past week, you know? Um, And I feel like if, if there was some way we could frame that and, and start a discussion like that, I mean, probably better worded than that. Um, But I feel like any, most moms, if, if they're given that kind of prompt could sit there and think, you know what? Yeah, there was this thing that happened that was really cool or, you know, this wonderful thing, but it, it it's just, I don't know how to um, have that conversation without that kind of preconceived notion that I'm bragging on my kids yeah. or I'm, you know, 
uh, overlooking any hardship that you might be going through. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? I do. I mean, yes. But like, I think it would be really, I'd almost like think it was weird if you like called me up and you were like, Hey, listen to this like amazing thing that happened to me. I'd be like to my kids. I'd be like, "Uh, okay, cool. Just because it's so, but we, you know, in our, like, um, our win segment, we do that. We do that. That's true. Yeah. We do do that. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's like, and isn't it funny? We have to like designate it. Like, it's like, this is the designated time to say something positive about parenthood, you know? Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. You know. And, and I, I do think there is a place and a time for, you know, you, you, we've, I'm sure both had those times when a friend calls and says, oh my gosh, I'm going through XYZ. And you know, they just need to hear. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm struggling too. My kids are in there or have been there or whatever. Um, But I do wish there was more of a focus and a way to celebrate the good parts more because they are there and they are amazing. Um, So I don't know. Maybe we need to think about how to like bring the win of the week into our normal into our normal lives conversations. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. Mom's the word. Do you have a foam roller? You know what? A foam roller? A foam roller. Like, you know, if you're like your back is hurting. A foam roller. Yeah, a foam roller, like F O A M. Ruler, like a ruler for the kids to do. No, like a foam measuring. Roller. Roller. Maybe I was saying it wrong. Roller, like F O A M R O L L E R. I'm with you. Yes. Yeah. Got them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you don't have a foam roller, um, you use it uh, to stretch out certain parts of your body. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, yeah, to exercise. Um, I use one for my back frequently. So I, I've been using, Brian actually got this for me for Christmas, honestly, quite a couple of years ago, and it's called a chirp wheel. Have you seen these? Like, no, um, you'll see them on Instagram. Anyway, they're they're It's a foam roller, but they're in the shape of a circle and there's a couple of different sizes on them. And actually when I was doing that, I didn't realize how expensive they were, but you can get like a, so they, it's like a set. So these come in like, uh, this is a set of four for $99, like $100. Um, and they're kind of a game changer because they're a circle, so they help you roll that way. They're also kind of in the shape of your spine. Like they sit right right, right in between your shoulder blades, which is kind of like what you want or like right on your spine if you want your lower back. And they're, they're honestly, in terms of like other foam rollers, they're awesome. Like I use them every time I work out downstairs in my basement. So um, – and they come in couple, a couple of different sizes, which is nice, too. Like, if you want a bigger extension or a smaller extension or you want to work on different parts of your body. And so it comes – it's a smaller one, and then it goes all the way up to, like, a, a pretty big one compared to what you would traditionally think of as, like, a foam roller. But they're called Chirp Wheels, and you can find them at GoChirp.com. If you're, if you're somebody that's looking for that kind of thing and you have a foam roller and you want something that's a little bit less traditional, you should check these out. Okay. I love it. Okay. Um, okay, second article. Um, this one comes from Coventry Telegraph. This is a Reddit poster, always my favorite. And this person wants to is writing because they want to know people how people feel about giving their son a girl's name. Um, and it's, it's she doesn't want to just give it, not any girl's name, but she wants to know how people feel about her naming her son Elizabeth. And Which people is a are very like very girly name. Yeah, well, I mean, a very traditional, 
um, been around for, you know, centuries name. Like, this isn't your, like, unisex name of, like, the 90s, right? Right. Um, People are like, don't do it. Um, Yeah. They're like, hey, some names could work. Some of, like, the more, uh, the newer, like, less traditional names that you kind of think of as being for a girl um, might work for a boy. But, like, Elizabeth, of all things, like, don't do it, which I thought was funny because I'm all about, like, do you, do you. But honestly, I'm kind of in the camp of, like, dude, don't do it. What about you? I totally agree. I think that – and, I mean, I was reading this kind of laughing because, I mean, you have a daughter that has a name that could be a girl or boy. Right. And That's I have traditionally a daughter who has a, boy's a name, name that could be a girl or boy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, are ones who can We think say, outside the box. Yeah. Yeah. Like we are all here for some different names, obviously. Um, but, or I shouldn't say like non-gender specific names, yeah. I guess. Um, but I think Elizabeth is such an old classic name <laughs> that I just don't understand how this poor child is going to get over it. I mean, right. And I just really, it's really really setting them up for a lifetime of, I mean, even river is confusing. I think I told you, I've told this story before um, when we named river river, our first um, uh, appointment at the pediatrician, they were like, okay, um, you can go ahead and bring him in. And they like handed us like a blue burp cloth. Like they gave everybody a birth burp cloth. And I was like, Mm. it was blue, which is fine. Listen, this is like 2023. I don't, you know, whatever. But I had to be like, no, like river is a girl. And that has been, Mm -hmm. I mean, that has, you know, some variation of that story has happened all five years that she's been alive. Um, Right. But I have to, so when I was in high school, I was in, um, the forensics league which is like a speech league we I did really mm-hmm. we did really well and I went to like nationals I went to districts whatever and one of the um like she was like our arch nemesis um one of the other competitors from a different school her name was Michael okay and oh. I swear to you Karen everywhere we went it was total every time she'd win an award every time they would like call her up to give her speech People were confused. It was confusing. It was confusing for everybody. In fact, so much so that here we are like 25 years later and it still stands out in my mind. Like Mm -hmm, she was like mm -hmm. very attractive, like very good at forensics, you know, obviously a very successful person. But dear Lord, her name was Michael. And it was like, so I can only imagine what poor Michael like continues to deal with and dealt with up until that point. It was just confusing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because my, it's right. kind of Michael's the same way. It's like a very traditional mm-hmm. men's name, right? Now, I have no I mean, idea why be, her parents did it, and I don't know what the backstory is. It right. didn't bother her at all, but it definitely stood out to those of us on the opposing team, you know? Yeah, well, it's just funny because as I'm sitting here and we're talking about this, I'm like, I mean, in 20 years, are River and Bennett going to be like, I mean, same. Why did no, you No, I don't know. Maybe. Be, go either way. Maybe. Maybe. Except now I know, actually, I know some girl Rivers. So I oh, kind yes. of. And I, we know we know girl Bennett, yes. too, besides ours. Yes. So, yes. yeah. But it, it's just funny because I'm sitting here thinking, why would you ever do that to your child? And then I'm I like, know. wait, did I do that to my child? I know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure. Like, kids always find something to be annoyed about, you know, annoyed with their parents about. So, like. Maybe, but River and Bennett are not, I mean, especially River, that's not a, like, that's not a super traditional Mm -hmm. 
name. So I think that's why that's the difference here is Elizabeth is a very right. long standing traditional true women's yes. name. You know? Right, right. But I mean, I right. guess at the same time it's like, girl, I mean, if you like again, you do you, but my instinct is no on Elizabeth. No on Elizabeth. Yes. Yeah. No one, Michael, no one, Elizabeth. Yeah. Like those are names that are kind of have been through the test of time right. as one specific gender. Yeah. And it would be very confusing. It would be very yeah. confusing and just not make yeah. your kid's life harder, I think. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so this last article is from the Washington Post. Should I say something to my brother about his, quote, lazy parenting? Ooh. So first of all, let me just say, these always make me laugh when it's somebody who doesn't have kids it's critiquing childless. someone who yeah. does have kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Like from the beginning, I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. all right, simmer down. Yeah. But I can see, I honestly can see both sides to this because I kind of have some personal um, experience with a situation like this. But so this person is saying, my brother has two daughters, age four and six. When we are at family functions at events, these kids are free range. Like the parents socialize, have no idea where their kids are, have no idea what they're doing. They could be upstairs. They could be in the basement. They could be getting into something and the parents are doing their own thing and are just trusting that they're safe. And this person writing in is saying, I mean, is this safe? Like, are these kids okay? She seems very annoyed by the fact that this brother just lets, kind of like, you know, lets the kids go at family functions to get into whatever they want to get into. And at four and six, you know, they're not, you know, I don't think they're toddlers who are going to pick up scissors and cut themselves or something, but they're by no means at an age where they can handle all situations that they encounter right well and I thought Um, the one I was kind of like yeah 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 like I'm whatever rolling my eyes but then she does talk about one specific incident where it was like a Thanksgiving and like the four-year-old was on a like a dock an unstable dock near a pond like away from the parents who were you know socializing and not watching that I got to tell you, it's it's one thing to be like in the basement. I haven't seen you in an hour. It's like another thing to be like on an unstable dock near a pond by yourself. By the way, Where like I just feel like drown. what are yeah. what are like there's there's variations of how dangerous this could be, right? So, right. Go well, ahead. So and and so the columnist says it's kind of in the mindset of okay, calm down. Yeah. It's fine. There's yeah. other adults around. The kids. Uh, you know, kids normally go a little bit crazy and haywire which and run true. around at family functions, which is totally true. Yeah. Um, but I thought this was kind of funny and kind of like a jab. You know, the advice was, you know, maybe they could designate an adult to right. kind of watch the children and right. said, because you were so vigilant and careful, maybe you should be assigned you to should watch be the, the children. One. Yeah. yeah. And also, um, is this really lazy parenting as much as it's just, like, if we're talking about the doc incident, that's less, I just, lazy is not the right term. I would say, like, right, um, right. These are just non-helicopter parents. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I will say I've been, I've definitely been at um, different events, functions, and seen this. And honestly, before I had kids was one of the times. Um and you do kind of, I, I can see where someone would think, oh my gosh, these parents are just like chatting it up. Yeah. Don't know where their kids are. Like, what is going on here? Um, and they can get into mischief. Right. You know, there can, there, I have witnessed times when it 
went poorly. Yeah. Um, not in necessarily a safety aspect, but just like getting into things that they shouldn't be getting into. Um, but on the other hand, now that I am a parent and have four small children, you know, you get to an event and you see people you haven't seen in a long time. You just want to (laughs) talk, right? And you just want maybe a little bit of a break and you know that there's dozens of adults around and your child is not going to just wander into the street or, you know, so I can definitely see both sides of this. I think that there should be some level of maintaining and making sure that they're not going to you know, break some family heirloom fall, or fall into it. I, uh, for me, it's like less about the family heirloom and more like, yeah, you don't want somebody falling into a pond and sure. during a family event, right? Like a four-year-old, that would be bad. But it kind you know? of sounds to me like this was like, that was maybe an exaggerated example. Yeah, and she's maybe. mostly just mad that they're letting the kids roam free. Yeah. Um, which I do think, I just think there's a fine line there. And I do think it's not bad to say like, Hey, does somebody have eyes on so-and-so? Correct. You know, I'm going to go visit. You bring with, up a great point. Yeah. With aunt so-and-so for a while. Can somebody watch my kids so I can have a conversation? Right. Um, so I think that there's a little bit of give and take there on both sides, but it is funny because I've definitely witnessed this in my life and, and, you know, been like, oh gosh, why, why are these kids just like running yeah. around? Or crazy? should I say something? I don't know if I just like say something, you yes. know, like I don't want to offend the yes. parents, but yeah. Right. Right. But I also can totally tell where sometimes you just need a break. You just want to have an adult conversation yeah. and finish your thought before having to run off and chase your kids again. Right. Win of the week. So I do have a win this okay. week that is is a fun win um, that you are a part of, oh. Katie. Um, but so we, which is funny now that I mentioned this, that it's taken, it took us basically 15 months, but we finally got Sam baptized. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I was like, where is this going? Oh, the baptism. Yeah. Uh, which is funny when you think about it, because I'm pretty sure all of our other kids were baptized at like six months well, or something, but you know, like, when it's the, the fourth, fourth. kid, yeah. you're just get around to it when you get around to it. Right. Um, but it was, it was one of those things that everything that could possibly have happened to try to disrupt said wonderful event did happen. All four of the children were sick sometime mm-hmm. in the week mm-hmm. leading up to this event. We had family coming in town um, you know, which uh, you never want to expose other people's kids to a, a sick child and, and those germs. But at some point it's just like, this is winter and this is just where we are. Yeah. Um, so not only were the kids sick, I was, you know, days away from a knee surgery. So I was not of course at a hundred percent. And then our poor dog got sick. So our dog was, had pneumonia as well, which who knew what? dogs could get pneumonia. Yes. Um, so it was just one of those times when you just felt like, is this even going to happen? Yeah. It's like everything in the world is telling us like, this is just not going to be able to happen, but somehow it did. It took a, literally a village. Um, and my poor mother-in-law had to stay home with some of the children and miss the actual baptism at the church because that's just where we were. But, um, this is just one of those wins that it just felt like it took a village, but the village pulled through. Um, you helped out, you know, people from all family and friends all helped out and kind of made this go off without a hitch. And well, I don't know without a hitch. No, I think it was lovely. I I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, yeah. So anyway, it was just nice to see that even when you feel like you're at kind of the, the, the lowest of the low, the lowest point as a mom and you think, Oh my gosh, this is, this big thing is going to happen. And how is it even going to go on? Um, somehow these things still go on and regardless of 
who was there and who was sick, um, you know, uh, he got baptized. Good. Um, and it was it I was know, a wonderful day. It was day, a lovely so. day. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you got to just take those wins when you can get them and when you can uh, see see kind of the 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 light the light parts the happy parts the the joy and the um you know the good things absolutely um okay well we hope you have a great um a great week and that you're able to take the highs and the lows um all in stride in stride yeah yes Yes. have a good one we'll see you next time bye guys Thanks for listening.